from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. And gentlemen, you know what time it is. It is 11 a.m. on Friday. Happy Friday. We made it, ladies and gentlemen. God graced us with another week together with each other on this planet, with our friends, with our family, with our coworkers, but more importantly, with Jesus. What a great gift it is to be alive. What a great gift it is to be here on Live from America with all of you. And uh, today is March 26th year of our Lord 2021. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. Welcome to Live from America. For all those who are watching on YouTube Live and the website, I want to say thank you so much for giving me an hour of your day, right in the middle of the day, uh, to to watch the show and to, uh, you know, Receive all the good word and the truth and the positivity and the and what's going on in this political realm of, of the United States of America. For those who are listening on the podcast, same to you. And if you're watching the show later, because so many people can't watch it at this at this particular time, I just want to say thank you as well. And uh, I would ask you to please do what everybody does that watches live and reach down, click that thumbs up button. But more importantly, copy the link and share the video in places where I've been banned. And let's show them how we really ban together okay so i appreciate all of you i want to give the live shout outs to those who are watching as we always have done as we continue to do and as we will always do right here on the people's network live from america amanda collins is watching good morning crystal mead from the great state of indiana how are you thank you for joining in julie elby provo person says it's melissa from utah how you doing melissa from utah kathleen olson from wisconsin jessica m from the corrupt state she says of illinois shannon simmons good morning to you gar lawson from texas Trinette Mitchell, good to see you. Thank you for joining in. Patricia Shavlin, how are you? Lance Aylesworth from Michigan. There's a lot going on in Michigan right now. Jose Garcia says, Slurp Nation 2024. Well, you know what? There's no time like the present, so... Mm, 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 mm. Mike Brady from Oregon, how you doing, man? I appreciate it. Alyssa Warner, Michelle Hill... She says, let's get to slurping. Let's get to slurping, girl. You got it right. Jennifer Bailey, Trump may visit the border soon. Wouldn't that be something? President Donald J. Trump goes and visits the border that he secured so well before resident Corn Pop can get out of his basement, uh, <laughs> recall the lid, and get down there himself. <laughs> Rubbing salt in the wound. Let's give a few more shout-outs to Darlene Powers, who's watching. Sarah Ruffcorn says, just liked and shared... I appreciate that, young lady. And Ricky, Rick Step Stevens. He says, Ricky Bobby, live from OHIO. Randy Hutchison says, say my name. Just said your name, brother. And I want to give a, a few um, a shout-outs to, to those who I was reading emails from this morning. Tammy Sawyer, Michael Mendez, and Sandy Galloway. And to all of our Jewish friends and Jewish viewers that are watching, I want to, uh, you know, uh, give my acknowledgement for tomorrow is the start of your celebration for Passover. And actually, my family and I celebrate Passover as well. We, we, we really, really love 
uh, the Old Testament. We love the Jewish faith, and uh, we are a Judeo-Christian country. That's what we were founded on, that's what we are, and that's what we always will remain to be. Okay, so let's get right to it, ladies and gentlemen, and give our honor, our trust, our attention, and all of everything that we own, that we have, our breath and our lungs to God and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ right now because we have a special guest today. That means we're going to have a a very full show. So um, I want to get down to brass tacks as soon as we can. Verse of the day today comes from Jeremiah 17.7, and it says, Blessed is the man that tr- and woman, blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. Now I thought this I got this verse from you version this morning and I thought it was very interesting because the word trust who do you trust? We we get so much of who we are because of trust, that one word, trust. If we trust we trust in our our spouses, we trust in our families, we trust in our friends, we trust in our jobs, our co-workers, our bosses, our material things, our earthly things that we have right here, and most of us even trust in our own flesh. We, we, we gather uh, strength, we gather uh, security, we gather courage, we gather you know everything that we get, we get from trust. But really, ladies and gentlemen, the only trust that you need to have is in God, because once you trust in Him... Everything else comes with it. All that other stuff that we just talked about comes with it. Okay, so let me read to you what I wrote this morning on the newsletter, and hopefully you are uh, one of the people that actually join in the newsletter. But I wrote, trust is everything. We get our strength from trusting. We get our sense of security by trusting. We get our confidence and our courage from trusting in somebody or something. Most people put their trust in their spouse, their family, their job, their boss, their money, and or their earthly possessions. If they just uh, if they just have a little more money coming in every month or in their savings account, then they feel secure or content. If their boss is eyeing them for a promotion, they feel more comfortable. If they know they have the trust in their spouse, they feel more secure. But guess what? None of that stuff that I just mentioned matters. It doesn't matter in the end. Put your trust in God alone. Trust Him to keep you safe. Trust Him to wrap you in the armor of God. Trust Him that you will get your promotion, the job that you want, the income that you want, the health that you want, and the life that your heart desires. Put all of your trust in the Lord, and He will make sure your blessings are abundant. The funny thing is, when you do that, your desires are already met. All of the stuff you thought before doesn't even matter. Your desires are already met. Your desires, uh, you desire nothing more But he gives it anyway. It's not easy to do this because we are conditioned in the flesh and on this earth to trust in everything else. But that is the devil's lie. Ask God today to help you trust in him alone. Ask Jesus to come into your heart and make him your Lord and Savior now. It's a massive weight lifted off of your shoulders. And, it, and, and it's hard. It's not as easy as just saying, okay, I trust the Lord. I mean, you really got to, when you're in the moment, when you're in the right in the thick of things, it is so difficult to do if you have not uh, learned how to do it yet. But it's really not a big learning curve either. It's just about letting go. 
It's just about letting go. Right, Melody? It's just about letting go. Your cup runneth over, Cheryl says. Oh, what a great, great feeling. We got about 15, 1,600 people watching live on social media right now. If all of you could reach down and like that uh, video for me, I would appreciate it. And uh, we'll get busy right here on Live from America. We are approaching the 375th day of 15 days to slow the spread, and we are still um, under military occupation in our nation's capital, even though some of the outlay out, uh, the outside layer of the fence is coming down, it's still not down. And until it is down, I will continue to have the beginning of this show up with the American flag waving beautifully, but behind barbed wire fence, because that is what our elected officials have done to us. That's what they do. It's what they've always done. That's what they'll continue to do. If we let them let's get to the Lord's prayer and then we'll get right to the news. And then we got a special guest from patriotfoods.com. So if you're somewhere where you can say it with me and say it loud and proud, then please do so because God wants to hear it from your voice, from your lips to his ears. You ready? Here we go. Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. And I'm going to give a shout out to Julie Ebby because she said, shout out, please, shout out, please. And I love you too, dear. Mwah. I love every single one of you. You guys are the greatest audience, the greatest uh, group of, uh, of, of action item uh, people I've ever met in my life. Because of you, things in Georgia are getting done. Because of you, things in Michigan are getting done. Because of you, things in Arizona are getting done. And because of you, people that are fighting to keep this country where it is, like Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin, who are facing a massive fight from the left right now, will hold strong. And if we trust in God and ask God to cover them in his armor, then we will succeed. And HR1 and SR, well, SR1 now will not go through. And the blueprint of what happened in Georgia yesterday will continue throughout the red states. Huh? Huh? <laughs> okay. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, first and foremost section of the day today, we're going to be talking about parlor, 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 parlor. What is going on with that social media app that every one of us were jumping to right before AWS decided to boot them and ban them? And so did, and so did Android. Well, here is what is out yesterday. Parlor was actually working with the FBI notifying the FBI of potential violent, um, we'll just say content, that was posted on their app, on their social media site, prior to January 6th. So what does that mean? Let's break it down for a minute. First and foremost, guys, do you trust a social media app that, that was built for you to come and have free speech but who ties themselves with and works with the most corrupt division of our government that there is today? That's the first question. Second question is, 
if there was truly violent content that they reported to the FBI over 50 times, then why was Parler removed in the first place? Third question. Um, if Parler actually did find violent content and give it to the FBI, then that means that the social media giants like Twitter and Facebook worked together with the left in Congress in order to demonize and vilify Parler and make all of the stuff that was happening on Facebook spill over onto them. It's another classic form of what the left does. They do something and they blame it on somebody else because you know as well as I do that the majority of, uh, of pre-planning or whatever went on before January 6th happened on Facebook. Happened on Facebook and Twitter. And they blamed it all on Parler and they removed Parler. So what they did is they took something that was that was happening on their sites and what they really did is they used, they, this is a form of a monopolization. They took what they were doing on their sites, blamed it on Parler to get rid of Parler because Parler was approaching 10 million uh, members prior to January 6th and it was becoming big and it was becoming bigger and bigger and a bigger thorn in the side of Facebook and Twitter. So first of all, they said, if you don't like our platforms, go build your own. So that's what people did. And then when they started getting too big, they started doing what the Democrats do. Racist, 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 bigot, 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 insurrectionist, insurrectionist, insurrectionist. And guess what happened? Boom. Parler gets wiped out of existence and they're coming back now. But the question here is, how long was Parler working with the corrupt FBI? How long was information that you were putting on Parler going to the FBI? And is the information that went to the FBI, the corrupt FBI from Parler, actually was it warranted for them to give that information over without permission from you? There's a lot of questions surrounding this, and I really, really want the... If it's Dan Bongino, I love Dan Bongino. If it's him that has to be the representative, I want to hear it. I want to hear it from either Dan Bongino or I want to hear it from the new CEO or from the new president or whoever it is about what happened, what went down, what information was given, why was it given, when was it given, and who was affected by it. Because if you ask me, the only people that were really affected by it was Parler themselves. If they were truly trying to stop a crime before it happened, they're the ones that got blamed for all of it to begin with. So it's a, it's, I don't know, man. I'm not saying that Parler's bad. I'm, I'm on there. What I'm saying is there's a lot of questions to be asked, uh, to be answered. And if Parler, you know, is who they say they are, then they should come out and let us know exactly what happened. Okay? So that's the first and foremost section of the day today. However, we got our first dum-dum to give away, guys. Our first dum-dum today is going to go to a Minnesota theater, okay? And it did not give the name of the Minnesota theater, and I, I looked for it in a couple different places, couldn't find it. This was before the show. It might be out now. But there's a theater in Minnesota who does plays and musicals. Well, this theater scrapped, basically just completely scrapped, the live Cinderella musical play production that they've been planning and working on for months and months and months. It was going to be this massive production. But do you know why they scrapped and, 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 and got rid of it and ended up firing 98% of the staff? It's because they were white. 
So my question is, you didn't know they were white when you hired them? You didn't know they were white when you put all this money into this um, production? You didn't know that these people happened to be Caucasian when you put together this entire plan to put this musical out as a production play? But now, it sounds like to me, it's like they put it all together and the Woketopia universe came after them and, and uh, got them to shut it down. And they fired 98% because 98% were white. I think everyone that was in that play should go and sue this theater and anybody who owns it or is who affiliated with it because you never know what kind of damage they could have done to that up-and-coming actor, that up-and-coming musical artist on that stage. It could have been the jump off of their career. It could have been what made them exactly su succeed and become millionaires, whoever knows. So there's punitive damages, there's massive damage, damages, but really there's just, uh, it's racist. It's another form of racist against white people, and more and more people need to stand up. So Minnesota, and whatever the name of that theater is, I will find out who it is, so you can't hide that name forever, you get the first Dumb Dumb Award of the Day today. And I hope these people sue, sue, sue. Sue you until you cannot be sued anymore. How racist is that? But we're going to follow it right up by giving the first smarty of the day, okay? The first smarty of the day today is going to go to the federal appeals court that ruled that Trump's ban on bump stocks was unconstitutional. About time that we get a federal court of appeals to actually do something good for the people. Now, this was something that I did not like that President Trump did. I understand why he did it. He was trying to throw a bone to the left so they could get their gnawing, you know, rage off of him about gun control. So he decided to ban bump stocks. Well, that was one thing that I did not agree with President Trump. And there was many things that I didn't agree with President Trump. Still think he was the greatest president of all time. Still think that he's going to come back and really say, uh, be a big part in saving this country. And he will be the spear of the best is yet to come. But that doesn't mean I agreed with everything he did. He was, him and I didn't agree on everything, and bump stocks, banning bump stocks, was one of them that I did not agree with. However, the Federal Court of Appeals came back and said it was an unconstitutional ban, and bump stocks will be uh, allowed again. So that was a great move and a smart move by the Federal Court of Appeals. I guarantee you some lefty group or some congressman or woman will come along, oh, we can't do that, we can't do that, further showing that they actually agreed with President Trump, so they're damned if they do, they're damned if they don't. The left is always stuck between a rock and a hard place. It's just that we never apply the pressure on either side to make them feel it. We're going to start making them feel it now. <clears throat> Provo says, what are bump stocks? Bump stocks are the, um, the it allows you to, every time that uh, you fire the gun, it allows it to continue to keep firing. It's basically the same thing as pulling your trigger. It's just easier to do it. It's just a less, uh, one less move that you really have to do. But the Federal Court of Appeals banned it saying it's the same thing. Whether it's a bump stock or whether you're pulling the trigger, the, the, the bullets come out at, at the same speed. So it doesn't really matter. So that's why they bumped it. Janet Leonard, Janet Leonard said, stop slurping. Oh no, slurp coming. She said slurp coming. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry about that, Janet. Um, so yeah, that's what that's what happened, and I just think again, I I think it was a, a wrong move by President Trump, and I understand why he did it, but I'd like to uh, you know we'll take the wins when we get him. Mel Melissa says you didn't slurp. Hold on, hold on. Mm. 
There we go. How about that? All right, moving on because I do want to make sure that we get all of this top, all these topics done before we bring in our guest, which is from PatriotFoods.com. Um, President Adam Lalone, he will be here in just a little bit, actually in about ten minutes. So Indiana. We had some people watching from Indiana right now. If you're from Indiana right now, let me know in the comments where exactly in Indiana that you are from. Okay, here we go. The Indiana Senate heard two election bills this week. All right. That would make several changes to how elections are conducted in the state. Both bills have already passed the House and expected to pass the Senate and then be sent to Governor Eric Holcomb. The main thing in this bill that I wanted to really highlight, because a lot of it is really just following the blueprint of what Georgia did in some ways, not as much, and I think they need to go further. But one of the things that I wanted to highlight in this bill uh, for Indiana was this. It will now criminalize those who connect voting machines to the Internet. Now, according to the FEC, you're not supposed to be connecting voting machines to the internet anyway. It's, it's a law. You're not supposed to be doing that anyways. But so many states and so many election um, sites broke that law by connecting uh, Dominion machines to the internet in the 2020 election. Should not have happened. Every one of those people should be jailed to begin with. However, they did it anyway. Indiana is now passing a bill that will criminalize anybody who connects those stupid machines to the internet in order to cheat. So I want to give a big shout out to the gov- to the uh, the House and the Senate in Indiana. Let's hope that Governor Eric Holcomb actually signs that bill into law, and it'll just be another win for us as it moves towards election integrity going into 2022 and 2024. I actually really don't uh, know much about Governor Eric Holcomb. I know a little bit about him. I don't really care for him too much, but. Uh, We'll see what happens. I had I, I was up in the air whether Governor, Governor Kemp would do what he did, and we'll talk about that a little later. Uh, but I thought that in the end he would that he would sign it, and he ended up signing it. So um, Eric says a little late, don't you think? No, I agree. I but what's that old saying? Better late than never. Better late than never. What's better than um, you know? What's better than a comeback? What's better than a comeback story where you come back better, bigger and better than ever? So I agree. All of this is too late. It should have already happened earlier. But at least we're making moves. Okay? Um, Robert says he was Pence's lieutenant governor. <laughs> no wonder. Okay, I got you. All right, here's some more great news because I actually have a lot of great news for you today. This is, this is Good News Friday. This is Fun Friday right here. I got a lot of great news. General Flynn, General Michael Flynn's family, has now filed a lawsuit suing the communist news network, CNN, for $75 million, let's say it again, ladies and gentlemen, from the top of our lungs, million dollars for defamation of character. I hope they get Lynn Wood as their lead attorney because he's like the, he's like the pit bull when it comes to defamation lawsuits. But... General Michael Flynn's family is suing Senate CNN for $75 million for defamation of character, and it ju- and it's they just had to pay Nick uh, Sandman. Didn't they just have to pay this kid, like, all, you know, 
the same amount of money, as long as we continue to keep suing these news organizations for defamation of character, because let's face it, they're not reporting the news anymore. They're reporting what they want. So as long as they're reporting what they want, they have an agenda. As long as they have an agenda, there's some kind of tearing down of your character or who you are. And every time they do it, they need to be sued. Because sooner or later, they're either going to give in and report the news instead of having an agenda, or they're going to go bankrupt. So shout out to General Michael Flynn and I have a feeling, just based on some people that I've talked to, that this isn't the only network that General Michael Flynn's family is going to sue. And this isn't the only people that are going to have to pay up big time to this family for what they did. So shout out to General Michael Flynn. Shout out to his family and everything they've had to go with, go through, and uh, just follow the same blueprint as Nick Sandman did, and you'll be all set for the rest of your life. All that money that they took from you by bankrupting you and making you take out mortgages on your house to fight for a crime that you never committed, that was a, that was a, uh, you were overcharged by the federal government because they didn't want you to talk about what you knew about the Obama administration and all the corrupt things they were involved with, you're going to get that back. Ten times fold. And that's what God does. When you're, when somebody does something to you and takes so much from you, as long as you keep the faith, stay with God and fight back and do it from the heart and with God at the, at the helm of things, he will give you back plenty. He will abundantly give you back what you lost. So Andy Kaufman says, I don't like him. I don't know who you're talking about. You might be talking about uh, Governor Holcomb, actually, because I have a hard time thinking that you're saying that about uh, General Michael Flynn. Uh, so big shout out to, to that family for standing up. Um, and you know what? You know what? Let's give them a smarty. Let's give them a smarty for being so smart and having so much courage to actually take it to CNN. And uh, I'll tell you what, CNN isn't going to be able to pay out $75 million every other month. And that's what seems, that's what, uh, it seems to be happening. More and more people are standing up and suing these large organiza- organizations for lying on them. All right, we got another big win. Yesterday we talked about a massive win for Ju- Judicial Watch. Judicial Watch and Tom Fenton, he's suing uh, Adam Schiff at, to get records uh, the Adam, and, and, and ultimately, hopefully, bring up charges on Adam Schiff. I doubt it, but who knows where it goes for, you know, subpoenaing the phone records for Rudy Giuliani without court permission, without a court order, and then spreading the phone information that he got th- through the um, through the mainstream media. That's what we talked about yesterday. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Ooh, Tom Fitton is on fire. Are you ready for this? Big wins. Ready? Check this out. Uh, Tom Fenton has sued the D.C. medical examiner for the autopsy report of Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick. He, so he wants all the information as it pertains to how, how Officer Brian Sicknick actually died. Because what we're doing here, it's almost like follow the money. Follow what happened until you find out that this was a staged event, that most of these people that got hurt, injured, or who have died or did die... You know what I mean when I say that? It was a complete sham, and it was a complete fabricated uh, attempt by the left to jail Trump, impeach Trump, get rid of MAGA nation, get rid of his legacy, get rid of all of us, scare us into submission, call us terrorists, call us reality denialists, whatever it was. So that's just one step in the right direction, and I want to thank Tom Fenton for this. Now, check this out. That's not, there's more. Oh, wait, there's more. He is um, also suing 
for the Biden administration for uh, all the information regarding Biden's border crisis. What he did, what laws he broke, what orders he gave, what orders he didn't give, and exactly why the border crisis is going on. He wants all that information. He's also suing for records of the state of New York and Pennsylvania over COVID-19 nursing home policies. So he wants to get all of the information that surrounds the decision to stick these folks in the nursing home, how long they were there, what happened afterwards. He wants it all. Tom Fenton is going ham. He is going all out nuclear on all these people. But wait, there's more, ladies and gentlemen. He's also suing for information regarding organ purchases of illicit states of body parts from abortion fetuses. So he wants to know, I want certain states who are selling, who are who are up for abortion, who are, are getting, who are basically backing Planned Parenthood and, and probably in partnership with selling body parts from aborted fetuses. And he wants all information surrounding the purchase of those, of those organs and those body parts. Okay, so he's suing for all orders to be released on that. And guess what? The judge ordered yesterday for the release of all of that information that he was seeking. But wait, there's more. He's also suing and asking the Supreme Court to uphold the ruling requiring glad bag crooked Hillary Clinton. That's what I call her, glad bag Hillary. But he's uh, for for the ruling that requires glad bag crooked Hillary, um, her email testimony. He said, uh, and that's and that um, that is scheduled for the Supreme Court today to decide whether to take up that case or not. And he said that Hillary Clinton is not above the law, and she should have to testify under oath for what she did with those emails. And he is on fire. So Tom Fenton, is there anybody out there right now who is fighting as hard as him and Mike Lindell? Are you kidding me? So I just, I, I, I love that guy. I love Tom Fenton. I've never met him before, but I would like to speak to him. I would like to have a one-on-one with him. And maybe, just maybe, we will get him on Live from America. Okay, we got another Dumb Dumb Award to give away. And then we're going to do, uh, we're going to bring in a very special guest. So this Dumb Dumb Award is going to go to Rutgers University. And Rutgers University, you get the Dumb Dumb today. Because you are saying that you are requiring all students who in, are enrolled in the 2021 fall semester uh, to be vaccinated before they come back to school. What a dumb statement to make. What a good way to get your school to be completely bankrupt. So we're going to have Dr. Shannon Croner, who I met in at CPAC, spent a lot of time with down there. We're going to have her on the show next week to explain exactly how you get around that and how Rutgers University cannot, I repeat, cannot do that. Okay? It's a violation of so, so much. So we are going to bring on a special guest right now, okay? And this special guest is from PatriotFoods.com. Now, you guys all know that I have been promoting PatriotFoods.com for the last few weeks, okay? And you guys were an important part of all that because you guys were getting a hold of them. And you guys were, you know, telling them that you heard about them here first. So I reached out to them. They were about ready to reach out to me, it seemed like, anyway. And uh, uh, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a great 
way for all of us to start working together. And so I figured if we brought him on here, there was questions that you guys had that we could ask those questions directly. We could find out exactly what this company is all about, what their plans are moving forward. So at this time, if you guys are on, Kyle, if you're on, or Adam, if you're on, if you could unmute yourselves, if you could bring on your video, I will um, get you guys on the screen and we'll do that. Hold on one second here. Okay. Here we go. Adam Lalone, how you doing today? Thank you for joining in. I appreciate it. Good to be on, Jeremy. Thank you. Thank you. So I first saw you on America's Voice News, Real America's Voice News. Um, I do some work with some of those folks over there, and I saw you, I believe it was you were on with um, Steve Gruber. And uh, that's where I first started hearing about you. And so I said, you know what? This is an exciting thing that these guys are doing. I'm into it. I started researching. I found your commercial on YouTube. I've been playing your commercial on my show. And it seems like it, it's paid off because a lot of people are curious and have been coming over. So if you'd like, the floor is yours. Kind of give us a background of what's going on and, and, who, and who you are and what you're trying to do. Yeah, yeah I appreciate that. I appreciate the support 100%. So we're, we're about U.S. only. Uh, Patriot Foods, we buy and sell farmer's produce, and we sell online. Uh, 100% U.S. only. We've never supported imported produce. Uh, the imported produce is putting the American farmers out of business. Uh, we support the military with every sale, every purchase you make. We donate directly. We have a fishing program that my son runs. It's very exciting. It's a lot of fun. He gets to have the fun, right? <laughs> and uh, we just love it. You know, the military uh, runs deep in our family. My great-great-grandfather, World War I vet, five times on German machine gun fire, and he survived. I'm sitting with him. So. And my grandfather fought in World War II. So we love the military. We love the farmers. We mm. love working the dirt. Yep. No, I agree 100%. So let me ask you this. So what is it? That you, are you a co-op? Are you a, a network of, of, of family farms? What is it exactly, uh, if you could tell my audience, that you that this business is? How, do you, how does it all work? Yes, we're an incorporation. Uh, we are a marketing company uh, bringing awareness to the American people of the farmer's distress. Uh, we, are, we, we are a blueberry farm. Uh, my family started in the blueberry business in 1961, been in the blueberry industry a long time. And, and the marketing has gone to imports. And uh, we're, we're fighting back. It's putting the, the U.S. farmer out of business. And uh, it's very important. Very important. Uh, but every purchase you make, we give back to a military family in need every time. That's great. I'm actually I'm actually doing something similar. I'm uh, taking a proceed ten percent of proceeds from everything I sell on my online store and and, and helping out uh, family farms as well. Maybe maybe you can help us with that. Um, so do you do you sell in every state? That's a question that everybody's asking. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll ship all over the country. Uh, and uh, we got great products on the store. Um, you know, Jeremy, the, the, the best way for people to help 
this cause and help every farmer. If you're from Florida, learn, learn about your agricultural in Florida. Learn what, what's in season. Blueberries are in season now, right, in Florida. Well, Mexico's dumping blueberries on Florida's, <laughs> Florida's crop, and, and it wrecks their market. It puts them out of business. Uh, they can grow cheaper than we can every time. And it, it, it's just crippling Florida. Tomato guys, pepper guys, uh, blueberry guys. It, it's devastating. And it's national security, honestly. If we can't feed ourselves, a uh, little history lesson, right? World War II. What were they targeting? Well, they're targeting ships, shipping. Uh, so we got to be able to feed ourselves. We got to take care of these farmers. Uh, imports on the shelf, Walmart. Yeah, I mentioned their name. Any retailer, you know, let it let it lay in Florida. Pick up Florida blueberries. Ask them why. There's Mexico on the shelf when Florida's in season. Mm. Why aren't you supporting my state, right? Yeah. No, I agree 100%. So we got some questions coming in. Um, they, uh, people are asking about your product, uh, or about the product, the, uh, the produce. Is it organic? We do have some organic. We're getting more organic yep. on, on, on the site. More and more farmers are reaching out. Uh, it's very exciting. We're getting new, new products all the time. Um, yes, yes, we do have some. Well, that's good. I mean, because, you know, any any way we can get further away from Monsanto and all of their pesticides that they're putting on <laughs> everywhere. So my, another question is, if somebody says, if I live in, uh, say, Mississippi, okay, and I reach out to PatriotFoods.com for fresh produce, where is it coming from Mississippi? Is it coming from somewhere else? Where, how does that work? Yes, we have we have farmers all across the country that we sell for. Uh, but the hub is out of Michigan. We ship out of Michigan. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's where we're located, Michigan. But we'll ship right into Mississippi. Oh, that's great. That's great. So what are, what are your immediate um, growth plans? Where do you see yourself, say, you know, next year at this time? Um, do you have any, do you have any, um, uh, partnerships that you're going to be doing, uh, plans to bring on, you know, more far, like where, where do you go from here? Uh, it's a big awareness campaign, right? And, uh, that's, that's my main goal. Uh, I, I want to educate the people of this great country to read their labels. I want them to go to their produce manager and ask them why. They can't buy Florida blueberries while Florida's in season. Why can't I find Georgia blueberries when Georgia's in season? Mm. It's, it's very important. Uh, so we started this store, our giving back. We started in 2018, and, and it's an awareness uh, uh, program. And the store is beautiful. Uh, if you cannot find American produce, which many people cannot right. find American produce anymore, uh, we we will ship it to you. We we will support these farmers the best we can, right? We are farmers. So we will ship it to you uh, absolutely free of charge and uh, get you some American produce, right? And the best way to fight this is the consumer. Talk to your, go online, ask the retailer, why aren't you supporting my state? Learn what is in season in your state. Learn your farmer's seasons. 
Yeah. So people are also asking what 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 kind of time frame are they looking at? I mean, obviously it's different for every state, you know, because you know how far they are away from you or whatnot. But but ballpark, what is the time frame from the time they order to the time that they get produce? About five days. Oh, five days. oh, that's great. And here's another question: Do you ship to Alaska? We have shipped to Alaska. <laughs> we have, <laughs> and, and we will. We will. See, that's great. You know, fresh produce is so hard to get. It really is. And it's, um, I mean, it's not as hard as some people think it is, but in some places it is, right? Arizona, it's really hard to get fresh produce. Alaska, it's probably probably hard to get some fresh produce. But we've been geared and we've been socially engineered to, 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 I want it now. I want what I want and I want it now. I don't care what I'm putting in my body. I don't care where it's coming from. Give it to me. I want to go pick it up. And what are the dangers of that? Oh, there's big dangers of that. Um, we have to be <laughs> we have to be able to feed ourselves. You know, if we can't feed ourselves, I, I mean, it's it's a disaster. Yeah, it's a disaster. And I tell you, these farms are going out of business. These these young people are not learning the skills. I mean, it takes ten years for a mature blueberry bush. You know, and, and the ground's not being worked. Uh, farmer suicide is is sky high. I mean, these people feed us. It, it's a disaster. These retailers have have sold the U.S. farmer out. They've sold us out. They've gone to cheap, cheap, cheap. You know, it's all cheap stores. It, it's all cheap. I mean, wh- where is the 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 love for the farmer? There is. We're getting sold out. It's all about cheap, cheap, cheap. No, I agree. I agree. These, I'll tell you, Jeremy, these these U.S. farmers are turning into a roadside stand farmer market type. It, 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 it don't work. It don't work. These guys are hurting. I mean, we got to be able to feed ourselves, folks. So this, sh- ain't, this ain't no joke. So Sherry asks, do you have any brick and mortar in Michigan? Yes, we do. Yeah. So oh, go ahead. Sorry. Got yeah, you. we have we have a big warehouse in Michigan, absolutely. Just south of Grand Haven, Michigan. Just south of Grand Haven, okay. And then we got a couple more questions, and then I'll kind of, you know, uh, let you, you know, run the floor until you until we end the the interview here. But uh, people said um, people are asking about f- frozen versus fresh. They're saying it appears to be uh, frozen. How does that exactly work when they order from you, and how does it get shipped to them and, and packaged and all that? Yeah, we ship with dry ice. Uh, foam cooler. Yep. And uh, our products are fresh, flash, frozen. Okay. So it's not stuff that's been sitting around. Okay. Good. And let's see. Somebody says, do you have Acra? Uh, not at this time. We do not. All that's, right. That's a good question. And one more question here, because a lot of people have been asking this, and I did not find this out beforehand. Uh, I'm actually, I had it because I, I called you to begin with. But people are asking what the phone number is. Uh, the phone number is on the website if you go to PatriotFoods.com. But if you could say it here, it might help, help as well. Yeah, you can call me directly. Absolutely, 616-836-4493. And uh, I'll speak with you directly. Absolutely. You can't. You, that's hard to get these days. Speaking to somebody directly, usually it's a hello. You have reached. Uh, da, da. <laughs> yeah, we're all people, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's important. 
Well, guys, um, you know, I've, I've been wanting to have you on. I've, I've, I, I like what you're doing. It prompted me to want to give my portion, uh, proceeds from my online sales to, to, to farmers as well. Um, how would, do you take donations? And if you do, how does, how does that help you? What do you, what, what can you do with donations coming in? How can you grow by donation? Well, we have, we have uh, different options. Mm-hmm. You can donate to our marketing, to our, uh, our, um, you know, getting the word out, right? The mm-hmm. awareness. And that goes right to marketing. You can donate to the fishing, taking a veteran fishing. Uh, my son would love that. Mm-hmm. He needs the help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can donate directly to a veteran. And everything is transparent. We make sure you know where your money's being spent, of course, every time. Well, that's great. Well, you know what, uh, Adam, I'm, I'm sure I'll talk to you uh, off off air and offline um, in the future here as uh, as we get ready to help family farmers as well. Um, I just want to thank you for what you're doing. I know you uh, uh, you were kind of double booked today, and you had some other things going on, some personal things. So I know I know that uh, it's you know t- to take your time to come on here. Um, it's it's appreciated, and I just love what you guys are doing. And uh, I know that my audience loves what you're doing, and we just want to say God bless you, and uh, thank you. Keep it up, and we'll have you back on in the future uh, as we all work to help out family farmers and get the word out, okay? Thank you. Thanks, Jeremy. You're very welcome. God bless you, and we'll talk soon, all right? God bless. All right. See you later, buddy. Well, there you go, guys. PatriotFoods.com. That was the president and the founder of the organization and again like i said it is what prompted me to want to give back money um from what i'm receiving from you guys to family farmers and it just made me think about my days growing up because i worked on family farms i was milking cows i was feeding calves i was shoveling manure i was you know uh i was uh, raking hay out in the fields i was up in the in the in the uh the uh, the top of the hay barn and 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 sweating and having hay bales fall on me and you know I was doing all that I did all that as a kid so you know these are the kind of interviews that I like on the show these are the kind of people that I like to bring on on the show I know we had about two three hundred people fall off when we did that because some people don't like interviews but you know it, I don't just want to interview the same old people that everybody else interviews I want to interview people that are making a difference in this world that's what this show is about that's what it's always been about and I'm just very grateful. I'm very, very grateful for what Patriot Foods is doing and what other people um, in this sphere are doing to help. Anybody, anytime anybody's standing up, that's the thing, guys. It's, it's how are you standing up? How are you fighting? How are you making this country better? Because that's what we're all here to do. Make this country better than it was before we came to this beautiful green earth that God gave us. All right. So at this time, I would like to play for you. (laughs) Are you ready for this? (laughs) At this time, I would like to play for you an elected official, a Democrat elected official being arrested because they like to do what Democrats do. Throw petulant child tantrums, cry and whine when they don't get their way. And this is a perfect example of why the world is as messed up as it is today. Ladies and gentlemen. State of Georgia, (laughs) petulant children, Democrats, getting arrested for being immature. Here we go. (laughs) 
I saw a state representative knocking on the door yep. of the government, and she was arrested. Meanwhile, we saw a violent insurrectionist attack on the United States Capitol, and uh, police officers died in that case. Yep. And I want to know what makes her actions so dangerous. It is that big lie uh, that is the fuel for these terrible voter suppression laws that we see coming out of the state of Georgia. We have to push hard against the big lie uh, and make sure that we secure the democracy for all of our citizens. <laughs> hey, NBC News viewers. Oh! <laughs> Hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh, that makes me happy. It makes me happy when I see that stuff, guys. Um, what you just saw there was a 24-year-old young Democrat representative from the state of Georgia, an elected official there, don't even know her name, don't care. Um, what you saw there was her getting arrested by the uh, state police in Georgia. The reason why she was getting arrested was because when Governor Kemp was signing the election integrity bill that will be the blueprint for Arizona, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and many, many others going forward to ensure that we have free and fair elections in this country, <laughs> while he was signing that bill last night, she was smashing on the door over and over again. The police told her, stop doing that. She continued. She wasn't knocking on the door, as Warnoff says. That, guy's a, that guy is, is gone. He's out there. He's not even the rightful senator. He shouldn't even be there. According to what we're going to find out in this forensic audit that we already know, he is illegally occupying the Senate seat, the U.S. Senate seat in Georgia. However, going back, she kept pounding on the door, kicking the door, slamming the door. The state police told her to stop. She didn't stop. The police, uh, state police continued to tell her to stop and to back away. Not only did she not stop or back away, she got louder. She kicked harder. She slammed the door harder. She was trying to break in to the chambers where the governor was signing the uh, election bill. So my question is, how is that any different from insurrection? How is that any different from you trying to break in during a hearing, or not, it wasn't really a hearing, it was during a signing of something into law, and that's exactly what the Democrats said that the, happened in January 6th, that the insurrection was because we were trying to go in there during a hearing, during hours of operation to try to yank them out of there, and to try to stop them from, from doing their job. How's that any different? How is that any different? If you ask me, that is insurrection, and I'm glad she got arrested. Now, she was released, and when she was released, the Democrats, as they always do, paid and bust a bunch of people down to the police station with picket signs and, 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 and protest signs. Now, ask, let me ask you this. Do you think that regular, everyday people actually knew from the time she got arrested until the time she got out, which wasn't that very long, do you think that regular, everyday people knew that it happened? And, and then, do you think if they did know that it happened, that they had time to go to the local Family Dollar or Dollar Store or wherever, Walmart, and get big cardboard or, or uh, poster board paper and write on, free her, free her name, this is ridiculous, blah, 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 
up pigs in a bacon, fry them like bacon, all this other stuff. You think they had time to do that? Of course not. You know how long that kind of stuff takes. I know how long that kind of stuff takes. It didn't happen like that. No, Democrats put the money together. They put the people together as quick as they possibly could. They transported them down to the police station. And when she got out, when she was released... Um, they were down there screaming, oh, yay, we stand with you. We stand with you. You're our hero. You're such a hero for being an immature, petulant child, kicking and screaming, uh, resisting arrest, uh, turning it, turning it into a race matter now. Now, when she was getting taken away, they're like, how dare you grab a black woman and take her like this? How dare you grab a woman of color and arrest her? Well, how dare you for trying to attempt to to be an insurrectionist and stop a bill from being signed that was passed by the House and the Senate in Georgia to make sure that you and Stacey Abrams and Warnoff and the rest of you cheating, lying dirtbags don't ever get away with it again. How dare you? And I hope the judge throws the book at you, and I hope you get arrested for, uh, I'm not arrested, but charged and tried for resisting arrest and for uh, being an insurrectionist, just like they're trying to do with everybody that was in uh, D.C. on January 6th. It's all for optics, it's all a joke, and it's all a game. Now, let's talk quickly about what Brian Kemp did. He signed the election integrity bill into law last night, which drove the liberals into a frenzy, drove them absolutely bat crap crazy because they can't take it when laws are signed that prevent them from uh, cheating. Okay, we know how you cheated, and now we're going to make sure you never did it again. Never do it again. You're never going to catch us off guard again, and we're going to make sure that your mail-in ballot hoax never happens again. So what is in the bill that got passed in Georgia? What did Governor Kemp sign into law? Now, am I a Governor Kemp fan? Nope. Do I think that he took CCP money? Yep. Do I think he sold out President Trump and the Republican Party? Yep. But you know what? He's starting to see that his head is on the chopping block, finally, what a dum-dum, okay? He's finally starting to see that, and he said, "Uh uh-oh, I better do something, and I better do something quick. So here's what is in the law that has now been passed, okay? First of all, drop boxes. Drop boxes are going to be limited. And they are going to be in secure locations inside. They're not going to be outside for people to just dump ballots into. They're going to be in secure locations. And they're only going to be at early uh, voting locations inside, secure, watched over, um, and, and, and to make sure that people don't just throw ballots in there. And any mail-in ballot, by the way, has to have an ID. You have to have an ID if you request a mail-in ballot. It's going to be a lot harder in Georgia to get a mail-in ballot sent to you than it was in November of 2020, or October of 2020, I should say. That mail-in ballot has to come back with an ID. The ID has to match every bit of information that's on that mail-in ballot. And if it doesn't, it is illegal. No more Zuckerberg money either. All of that money that Zuckerberg threw into the uh, election to get these Democrats elected and to make sure that they had enough po- um, uh, mobile voting vans and drop boxes and this, that, and the other, th- that's gone now. You can no longer dump in a bunch of money like Zuckerberg did to steal the election. Number three, they are shorting the uh, shortening the early voting time. So no longer can you go and vote, you know, three weeks before the election. They're shortening that time up 
to make sure that everything happens in a very specific window of time so that if they do have to do an audit, it's not out there and crazy and they can't figure out what happened. Here's another thing they did. You can no longer vote after the election. In this, in this election that we just had, people were voting and still getting their votes cast after the election. That will no longer happen. Here's another thing that happened. The state, that means the state legislature, but the state gets complete jurisdiction over the elections. That means that they can override Fulton County. They can override anything in the biggest city, which is Atlanta. They can override towns and cities for anything that they feel that it was wrong or, or counterfeit or illegal. So the state gets complete jurisdiction. And when you have state legislature, house, governorship, and, and Senate, all Republican, then you can bet that they will override these Democrat cities as much as possible. This will be the blueprint moving forward for election integrity. You will see Wisconsin, you will see Arizona, you will see Pennsylvania, and more than likely you'll probably see Michigan adopt these same rules moving forward, and Nevada. That's what needs to happen. That's what should have happened Okay, most of, these, most of these laws and rules should have been followed before the 2020 election. Now they're going to make it so much harder to cheat. Now, I know a lot of you have been saying, well, if they have Dominion, they're just going to cheat anyway. Here's the thing about Dominion. You cannot steal the election off Dominion alone. It's not possible. The major culprit here for the theft of the election was the mail-in ballots, was the coronavirus leading into the mail-in ballots, leading into the drop boxes, leading into all the money that Zuckerberg poured in and other people, and that is what really stole the election. Now, even doing all of that, they still didn't have enough to win. That's why you see that old image with the staircase of, oh, here was Joe, and then boop, boop. You know, that's what Dominion did. Dominion was the icing on the cake. Dominion alone cannot steal the, the enough elections to win next time. Because if they do, it's just going to be completely obvious. Okay? They needed a number of things. They needed mail-in ballots. They needed the early voting, the late voting, the drop boxes. They needed the, the no IDs, the Dominion. They needed it all to cheat on a level to give Joe Biden 80-something million votes when we know that was a crock. We know that was a crock. Okay, so this is a step forward into making sure that it doesn't happen in 2022 and it doesn't happen in 2024. So I'll take a win when I can get it. Now, I will end the show today by giving, you know what, I don't even have a small one to give away. We're just going to give a big one today. We're going to give this to Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi, you get the biggest dumb, dumb award of the day today because she actually did a video yesterday where she said that it is her prerogative to unseat a duly elected and already sworn in and sitting House of Representative from Iowa. She thinks that she can unseat that person and she thinks because she's the Speaker of the House that she had all the power in the world to seat the person to begin with. That is untrue. That is a false statement, Nancy Pelosi. I don't care if you you can call yourself the House Speaker or if you call yourself the World Speaker. You do not have the power to unseat a duly elected representative from a state who's already been sworn in and who's already been seated and serving as a representative from their state. You have lost your stretch face mind and in no way, shape, or form is this going to be allowed to happen. You might try to push it through, but courts will see differently and you are completely out of your mind and, you know, that's what happens when you staple the, your face to the back of your head so many times. It starts putting pressure on the frontal lobe of your brain and in turn really just makes you nuts. 
Nancy Pelosi, I cannot wait until your name no longer rolls off the tongue of everyday average Americans. And that's not saying that I can't wait until you pass away. That's just me saying exactly what I said. I cannot wait until the day that your name does not roll across the tongue of everyday average Americans. Because if anybody has ruined this country, it is you, ma'am. You have ruined this country more than anybody has ever thought to ruin this country. You are a cancer to this country. You are a disease to this country. And I think you alone are a larger pandemic than the coronavirus was ever on this country. And we should wear masks when we're speaking or talking to you so that we don't catch whatever it is that you caught that makes you as crazy as you are. Ladies and gentlemen, that's pretty much going to end the show for today. Live from America, 11 a.m. here from the Live Free or Die State of New Hampshire. We will be back tonight at 5 p.m. with more great, great content right here on Live from America. So thank you for joining in today. Please share the video. I cannot wait to see you tonight. Remember, get all your friends, all your family, all your church members involved into this show because this is the show that's going to end up, uh, I I think... You know, maybe someday we'll be bigger than Tucker Carlson. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see, though. (laughs) So remember, guys, there are right ways. There are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. Stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Visit JeremyHarrell.com. Sign up for the newsletter. If you can, become a monthly donor. And check out new shirts like this one. The Armor of God. And uh, 10% of the proceeds from now until the end of December are going to go to Family Farmers. And what's better than that? Guys, have a blessed day. Have a great day at work. And I'll see you tonight for more Live from America right here with Jeremy Harrell. Have a great day. See you later. Rebirth of America. Been a long time coming.